reading from the book of Daniel, the 12th chapter. Daniel chapter 12, reading verse 2. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. I pray that when you shall awake, when I shall awake, by the grace of God, we will find ourselves in that place of everlasting life. I pray that we will not find ourselves in that other place of shame and everlasting contempt. The two locations mentioned here, you will observe, they are qualified with the word everlasting and that is eternity and the question is sober question before you and before me in this assembly right now is in which of these two locations will you spend your eternity there are two phases of life for everyone that is born of a woman. And that simply means that for you and for me, these two phases of life are for us because we are included in that group, in that people born of a woman. The first phase of life is here it is now it is short it may be for 200 years it is short the second phase of life is forever it is eternity eternity is defined as the endless time after death mark that endless time endless time after death so it is wise for you and for me to make sure that we prepare for such a place endless life endless time and a time where there will be no counting of days here on earth we are creatures of time time is our regulator but in eternity, we are not going to have clocks or wristwatches there because there is no need of counting days, of counting hours. It's forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. There is eternity before you and I, and the call this morning is to come now and prepare for your eternity. In the book of Hebrews 9.27, we are told, it is appointed unto you and to me to die once. And after that, 
the judgment follows. In the culture that I belong, I had and I know some people will be giving some names like Babatunde that his father has come back. The father that has died has died. He is not the one that has come back. We can give the name to mean anything and say that this newborn baby looks like the father that has gone. The father that has gone has gone. There is no coming back. So there is nothing like that. After death, that is the end. Where the tree falls, there it will lie and there it will remain. My prayer this morning is that for you and for me, by the special grace of God, we will make our eternity with Jesus Christ. These two final destinations that we have read about in the book of Daniel, the two places were prepared by God. God owned them. God prepared these two final destinations of all the soul of men and for two different categories. The first one for everlasting life is heaven. The second one everlasting shame, contempt, suffering, burning is hell. May you not end up in hell. May I not end up in hell. You know what? As we are talking now, just right now, this moment, we have many people entering eternity. According to the World Population Review of 2023, that I researched into, the death rate stands at, for the whole world, 166,324 souls dying daily. For the world. That, for the um, per hour, for the world, 6,930 people enter into eternity every hour. Bring that down to every minute. 116 people die every minute. Bring that down to seconds. You know how long a second is? Just a blink, 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 blink. Two, two people are dying. So right now, we have people that are just entering eternity, just like this. Just like this. It is so scary. When I um, looked into these statistics, and the way the World Review statistics, uh, the way they project this on the, um, their report, um, showing the death rate, you will just see the dying, just like this, like um, um, the clock ticking. Death, 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 all over the world. And I combat that to people entering eternity. One day, it is coming to me. One day, it is coming to you. Where will you spend that endless time after death? If you have been thinking about it, 
I want you to think again this morning. If you have not been thinking about it, I want to encourage you to give serious thought to it. Let me bring these statistics home. Which country died the most in all this with this world report? Which country died the most? Nigeria ranked fourth position after India, number one, China, number two, the United States of America, number three, and then the fourth in line all over the world is Nigeria. It doesn't matter where you live. I'm only bringing this home as we are all here. But wherever you live, the point I'm making is that death will soon knock at the door of your soul. And when it knocks, that is the end. Where will you spend eternity? Where are you going? Whither bound? What are you preparing for? We know that this statistics is based on what was reported. I just, when I was looking at this, I was thinking of my village, the way people would die in the village, and the way we would bury them. No report. No, no, there is nothing. So this is only just um, what is reported. We have more than this. Just to let us think deep this morning. And the purpose of this message is not to scare anyone. The purpose of this message is not to disturb anyone. And actually, if you are a child of God, if your sins have been forgiven, if you have confessed your sins to God and you have repented, and you have a witness in your soul that you are a child of God, such news should make you happy. You know the reason why? What is that enjoyment that you are having right now in this world? Compare to the bliss you will enter into when you draw your last breath. The whole world is groaning. Even this body, too, is groaning, longing for something better. And that something better is only found in Jesus Christ. It is only found in the experience of sins forgiven. In the experience of knowing assuredly that I am a child of God. If you are yet to become one, it is the prayer of this ministry that in the name of Jesus, today will be a decision day. Today will be your day. You can be sure of where you will spend eternity by the grace of God. It is not a question of boasting. Stella and I were traveling um, in the air and there was a great turbulence. The aeroplane will look as if it's just coming down in a minute and then it will go up again. And then the, the, the turbulence was just too much. I looked at my wife and I said, see you in heaven in a minute. For I know that by the special grace of God, if there is going to be any crash, by the grace of God, and everyone dies, I will make heaven. 
by God's grace, you can be sure by the grace of God that if death comes anytime, you will make it. Anyway, God answered our prayers. No crash. That is why I'm still here today. We praise God for that. But death can come anytime. You may be in the air. You may be on a cruise ship. You may be on the road. You may be on the rail. Death is closer than you think, you know. So the earlier you prepare yourself for it, the better. And the best way to prepare is to answer the call of God to you right now to be saved from your life of sin. May the Lord answer your prayers. As you value your soul, be clear on this point. The throne of God is seated on two pillars. One pillar of mercy, another pillar of judgment. May you hang on to the pillar of mercy. May the mercy of God avail for you. As you will look up to God this morning, as you will call upon his name, as you will confess your sins, as you will confess your mistakes, your errors, your shortcomings, may the mercy of God from heaven be your portion. In Jesus' mighty name, we have in the Bible gospel history of two men who prepared for eternity. And as we speak now, these two men, they are in eternity. That is the um, scripture that we read together in the book of St. Luke chapter 16. These two men prepared for eternity. One was called the rich man. They didn't give his name, but his title and position was given. The rich man. And the one was just given a name, Lazarus. He was indeed a rich man. They were far apart in society in this world. They lived different lifestyles. They had different orientations. They had different vocations. They had different concerns. They had different challenges. The rich man was having a good time, enjoying his title. Maybe whenever he passes by, the rich man is passing. The rich man is passing. And maybe he himself will be doing like, yes, I am passing. Yes, I am passing. Enjoying his title. He can buy anything that he wants in this world, but nothing in heaven. He was living in luxury. But we are told that the other man, Lazarus, verse 20 and 21 of that text that we read together, we will see that Lazarus was poor. God's children, don't despair if you are poor. If your state is like that of Lazarus, it will soon end. In the name of Jesus, if you are a child of God and you are suffering, don't despair. A time is coming when the door will be opened ajar for you into the bliss, enjoyment of things that you cannot even describe. May the Lord qualify us for that time. That time of suffering will soon be over. 
the song, uh, the choir, they say, sooner we'll be done. And that is true. God's children be encouraged. Sooner we'll be done with the troubles of this world. There are troubles in this world. But sooner, that is why I have said that if you are a child of God, whatever you are going through, compare yourself to Lazarus that we are reading about now. Compare yourself with us. Sooner, it will all be over. It will be behind you. You may not even remember them again. You will find yourself in a wonderful place when all those things will be over. You, when you get to heaven, when you get to this other end of your second phase of life, the question is not going to be, how old are you? The question is not going to be, what is your title? The question is not going to be, what is your position? The question is going to be a book that is being written in heaven now. They look through, is your name written there? Your name can be written there this morning. In Jesus' name, if not yet there. And if your name had been there before, and the enemy has tripled you, be encouraged. Jesus is standing by the right hand of God, or seated by the right hand of God, pleading, Father, forgive him, have mercy upon him, he has fallen. Now he's praying to you to restore him, restore him today. In the name of Jesus, you will be restored. In Jesus' mighty name, I want us to get it clear. The fact that Lazarus was poor, that does not mean that Christians are poor people. No! We are rich because our Father in heaven is rich. Is it houses and land? Is it silver or gold? You may not be handling it now. Eventually, you are going to be walking on the street of gold. Amen. Praise God. It, 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 it takes everything to give, to be in this group of people that are preparing for eternity. Is that where you are heading or preparing? For sure, you can know. If you have power over sin, if you are living holy, holy, I mean W-H-O-L-L-Y, entirely, holy, at home, at school, at play, at work, at church, holy, holy. If that is the way you are living, in the open and in the secret, blameless, walking in all the light that the Lord has shed across your pathway, you will make it. In the name of Jesus. We will make it. In the name of Jesus. The question is, are you prepared? Are you sure? The truth is that the rich man didn't care for any of this. He prepared only for here and now. Don't do that. 
here and now is ephemeral. Here and now is for a very short time. Here and now will soon end. Be wise. Prepare for a place where there is no end. Eternity with God. Don't prepare for another place. Eternity with the devil. God forbid. In Jesus' name. The rich man didn't prepare for that. Perhaps he didn't believe in it. Perhaps he thought later, just like many people today, are you postponing your repentance, the day of repentance? I implore you, I beg you, make that today the day of repentance. And if you have been postponing the day of restitution, that which the Lord is putting his finger on, and God is saying, you must make this right. And you have been uh, afraid, you don't know what to do, determine. Say today, in the name of Jesus, the grace to do, come what may. Jesus, you must give it to me today. Because you don't know what is going to happen next. You don't know whether you have tomorrow. I have no clue what will happen to me even this afternoon. That is why the time that you've been given now, you want to take advantage of it. The restitution, living carelessly, be warned. Eternity is before you. There is no chance, no chance to change your destiny in eternity. The rich man continued to live his life in his luxury. The poor man continued to live his life. And one day, as it will happen to you and to me, death came. Death will come to both old and young, rich and poor. That happened here. Death came to both of them. The two of them died. And when they died, just like the book of Ecclesiastes uh, um, tells us that then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Don't think that death is the end. No. It's only an opening door into the second phase of your life. Second phase of my life. Death is that gap that will usher in that second phase. That, so that second phase came to both of them. They died. The rich man, we are told, was buried. Buried. Perhaps that may mean something like in a golden coffin. Perhaps in a horse-drawn carriage. Because he was rich and there was money to do everything that they needed to do. Elaborate program. A lot to eat. And even the preacher may fix him for heaven. And as we sing in my culture, when people die, we say he's gone home straight. Home straight he has gone. Yes, which home is the question. And they may even now have a great tombstone with an inscription in loving memory, um, rest in peace, all those other labels that they will put on the tomb tombstone. But little did they know that the rich man 
had entered into the second phase, which is hell fire. May we not enter there. May we not go there. And the poor man, Lazarus, was carried by the angels. Hallelujah! That is what I want. That is what we should desire. It doesn't matter what happens. I have had a situation where there was a funeral in my one of the places of work I had before I traveled and we, a colleague died in the office and we went to the um, uh, uh, for the funeral the service ended we got to the um, graveyard and um, the coffin was lowered uh, uh, and then they, they started people started removing their watches their necklaces and a lot of money into the grave into the grave and I was watching they were saying so that he will have money to spend, he will have things to use in the other side. I want to believe that immediately we leave that place in the evening. The keepers of the place, they will come round. They will do justice to all those things that were put there. Foolishness of man! There is nothing like that. It may be a golden coffin, may be a wonderful this and wonderful that. <clears throat> Your soul has gone. You have appeared before the Lord and judgment. You either enter into Abraham's bosom or in hellfire. May we all enter into Abraham's bosom in Jesus' mighty name. Do the dead speak? Do the dead feel? Do the dead see? Do the dead hear? On the other side of life, verses 23 and 24 tells us that truly our senses will be perfect. We will remember everything he remembered. Do the dead remember anything about their lives while here? Verses 25 and 26 tells us this man had a painful memories. I pray you will not have such painful memories. Amen. Memories of sermons like today and like all other days when the people of God have pleaded with you, give your life to God. Stop sinning. Stop pretending. This hypocrisy will carry you nowhere. This hypocrisy, Christian in the church, something else at home, something else in the uh, workplace, it won't help you. You are only deceiving yourself. Stop deceiving yourself. Make today a day of true confession, a day of real determination. You want to be a Christian, be a Christian. And if you don't want to be, stop um, just deceiving yourself. We don't want to deceive ourselves. And I believe you are not here to deceive yourself. And I believe you are here to be honest with God. Because this man got over there and he was able to see. He was able to reason. He remembered home, the people that he left. Now realizing that I'm dead, but I have people at home. So he was now pleading for them. Such prayer will go nowhere. If you need to pray, it is now. If you want God to answer your prayers for yourself, for your family, 
for your children, for your spouse. It is now. And guess what? God is ready to answer prayers. He will answer your prayers. In Jesus' name. Today is that day you amend. You make amend. Today you stop all excuses. You stop all arguments. Today you will pray. Because that prayer you are refusing to pray. Hey, in hell, you don't want to pray that prayer. You know in heaven, that is the farewell to prayers. Sweet hours of prayers. That we end here. When you have entered heaven, no need of prayer again. In hell, prayer that will not be answered. May that not be your lot. In Jesus' name. Let us take today a day of determination. A day of thinking. A day of being sure that these two people every second, it can be me. It can be you. If it happens, where will you spend eternity? I pray that the Lord will speak to your heart. You can call upon God. You can cry to Jesus, forgive me my sins, take away my guilt, wash me with your precious blood. Jesus is waiting. He will answer your prayers. He will hear your plea. Which side do you want to spend your eternity? In heaven or in hell? You can be sure of spending it in heaven. If you will come to call upon the Lord to pray unto him, he will answer your prayers. You will be sure of this before you leave your knees. The Lord will answer your prayers. Your name will be written in the book of life. And when you enter into the second phase of life, you will enter with assurance that you are going to spend eternity with God. As you sing, hymn 372, you are invited to pray.